0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Doink and Doink Connection, the podcast where Dave and I talk all things professional wrestling. Wrestling. In today's episode, we're going to be going over everything that happened in the previous week in the WWE. We are here today to go over the previous week in WWE. That will be from September 6th to September 12th. With one note from September 13th today, because it was announced earlier today, we'll get to that at the end of the show, but there was some huge, big, big news, or was that last night? I can't remember. It was last night. It was last night. So September 12th. But some huge, huge news came out just under 24 hours ago. But We're going to start up at the top. We're going to start at Raw of last week. Raw was mainly compiled of the tag team turmoil match.
1: Yeah, it took up a majority of the uh, (laughs) show, and as it should... But I like how there was, like, a lot of overarching storylines yeah. within this tag team and turmoil. And you get that a
0: lot with gauntlet matches and turmoil matches and stuff like that where you yeah. see other storylines kind of cross into it and cause issues in other ones. And it kind of – it's a turmoil. It's legit in the name. Yeah,
1: and I love the fact that Orton and um Riddle were on commentary for this yeah. and, like, all the reactions that they were mm-hmm. having, like, every big move that was hit. Yeah. Um, The thing that I really liked coming out of this, even though – even though they got disqualified, was once again T-Bar and Mace came out of this looking powerful. They didn't get disqualified. I thought they got disqualified.
0: They got distracted and rolled up.
1: Oh, okay. But they were banned from the building after the match. If mm-hmm. that was because they eventually because
0: they laid out Monsour um, and Ali. Yeah. And the New Day. Yeah. They caused issues with them continuing. That's why it had to pause. It paused after that match and then the New Day picked it up against Mansoor and Ali later on in the show.
1: Yeah. I just like the way that that element worked <coughs> out. It may, it, again, yeah, okay, the role of victory is what it is, but T-Bar and Mace basically tore apart for much smaller competitors mm-hmm. to keep themselves looking like complete monsters, Yeah, albeit that's... monsters who keep losing. Yeah. But, you know, and I think it's the first time that uh, T-Bar has hit feast your eyes on Raw. Really? Yeah.
0: Yeah, I think so. I think I agree. I think so. Yeah, because even true.
1: Riddle, like when it was on commentary, he did like the whole yeah. eyes thing. That, yeah, because
0: uh, because they obviously had a lot of time together on the it, independent scene. And in NXT. And in NXT, yeah. yeah. Um, But we'll continue on in that because we are talking about that right now. That continued. Um, The New Day pretty much ran the gauntlet until the last bout where they were pinned uh, by AJ and Omos after running the whole gauntlet, running the whole show. And then AJ and Omos go up against a late entry, Lashley and MVP, and Lashley and MVP pick up the victory. But after that, Lashley is hit with an RKO leading into tonight, which is Orton versus Bobby for the title. I know.
1: So exciting.
0: That's going to be very exciting. And I believe it's happening at Extreme Rules is the tag title match. Yes. So that's very exciting. Yes. Um, in between the tag team tournament matches, we did have a few other matches and segments. We had a, um, it wasn't a U.S. title match number one contendership. But it was, it was in the picture. It's in that U.S. title picture. Mm-hmm. Um, we had Sheamus uh, <clears throat> losing to Drew McIntyre after a Claymore. Um, <clears throat> this had U.S. title stipulations um, where the winner coming out of this um, doesn't get an opportunity but is kind of put on that higher pedestal mm-hmm. of getting that opportunity, um, which I believe it's all but confirmed triple threat At Extreme Rules. With Priest. Priest, McIntyre, Sheamus. I'm not certain if it's confirmed yet, but if not, it's pretty damn close. I
1: mean, it's going to be a fun match. I mean, we've already kind of seen it laid out on Raw previously with three of these guys. Um, I think if you give them a few extra minutes and maybe a stipulation in Mm -hmm. the match, um, it could be a lot of fun. Yeah. Because as we see with um, later on in the night when you have... Johnny Drip Drip facing Damian Priest. Mm -hmm. Like, how awesome Damian Priest really is. Mm -hmm. Like, just some of the things he did. And especially with a smaller guy like, you know, John Morrison, where he's throwing him around the ring and hit that one move where he throws him over the top turnbuckle and he hits the top of the uh, the post on the outside. Yeah. Oh, my God, man.
0: Was that this week? Because this week, this past week, was Cross versus Morrison. I thought it was... I think Priest Morrison was last week. Oh wow! Wow, man, my weeks are just melding week into each was other. Cross Morrison, where Cross absolutely demolishes Morrison after Cross was on, um, Drip TV, okay, or Johnny Drip Drip TV, Moist TV, whatever Mo- it is. Oh, the
1: most, the most Moist show.
0: Yeah. Um, I
1: apologize. My weeks are just melding together at this point, man. I haven't had a day off from work.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's crazy, but. If you consider you have Karrion Cross and John Morrison in a WWE ring having a match and John Morrison brings out a drip stick and sprays Karrion Cross with water and just two or three years ago, Killer Cross challenged Johnny Impact for the TNA and Impact world title just a few years ago in the main event of one of their biggest pay-per-views, eh, things have changed. Okay. I mean,
1: like we said last week with Super Shredder, it's just... It's his gimmick. It's the gimmick right now. It's what he's got. He's
0: on TV. He's working for WWE.
1: And he's strong. Forget the gimmick. Forget everything. He's strong. Mm -hmm. Everybody who's getting in the ring with him is basically being destroyed and squashed.
0: We had a uh, women's division tag team match between Rhea and Nikki A.S.H., Against Natalia and Tamina, where Rhea hits the riptide on Natalia and gets the victory. Um, That's a big win. It was a non title bout, but this does set up for a potential tag title belt leading into Extreme Rules. Well, I mean, there's still the matter of the SmackDown tag team.
1: Shotzi and Knox yeah. own two victories over Natalia and Tamina. Mm-hmm. So, for Rhea and ASH, even think about it.
0: Yeah, Shotzi and Shotzi and Tegan, Tegan
1: have uh have claim to those belts. Yeah. And honestly, that would be a very fun rivalry. Oh, even yeah, though it it's face, fe- it's face-face, mm-hmm. I wouldn't mind seeing Ripley.
0: And- well, Ripley runs that tweener. No, no, I know, but th- they cheer her. They cheer mean? her because right now. Well she's they cheer in general. But she's she's with Nikki Ash. Yeah. And she Nikki brings out this it's like this weird. It's, Dynamic the rock. it's the duo. It's the rock and hurricane and no. rock and foley.
1: Yes, it's rock and foley all over again. And the right move would be, you know, if you do this Shotzi Knox and Rhea Ash thing is to have Rhea turn on Nikki Ash after a loss.
0: Yeah. I could see that happening. And I I'd, I'd I'd be fine with that.
1: And then have Tegan Knox and Shotzi Blackhawk take the titles off of Tamina and Natalia. Just
0: you know. Yeah. Be fun that way. Um, then we had a uh, Raw Women's title match um, between Charlotte and Nia, where Charlotte picks up the victory um, over Nia Jax. And afterwards, um, Alexa comes out with Lily, and Charlotte's running down Alexa, running down Lily, running down the crowd, and then just straight up asks her, What do you want? What do you want with me? And Alexa just points at the belt. And that infuriates Charlotte. She's like you want this belt, you're not deserving of this belt. But they have a match for the title at Extreme Rules. Yeah. And if it it's tough because I'd love to say uh Alexa's winning this title. But will they put her over Charlotte Flair?
1: Well, the problem is is are they going to put Charlotte are they going to put her over Charlotte Flair after she just won the title? Like what is Charlotte's longest reign?
0: Um very long. I'm pretty sure Charlotte has one of the longest Raw Women's title reigns.
1: Okay. She has one reign of substance, right? Yeah. Okay. Everything else seems like she drops the belts pretty quickly.
0: Let's see if I can find the amount. Charlotte Flair. I'm just trying to look up her prof- championships and accomplishments.
1: Like, I feel like like a lot of her title reigns have been like Really short, yeah, you know, 30 days, 60 days. Like, has she had any over 200?
0: Let me look up the Raw Women's Championship
1: because I would love to see Nikki, um, oh, Nikki, oh my god, Alexa with the belt. I think, I think it would be fun, but then you f- fall into the same trap you fell into with the Fiend having the belt, you yeah. know. You have to think of
0: this. Alexa Bliss has the longest Ooh. combined with three ninety eight. Um, tch, 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 tch. Becky Lynch soul rain no Becky Lynch's soul reign at three seventy three is the longest. Flair's fifth reign is the shortest at one day. Yeah, see what I mean. And what? Alexa has the longest combined reign at three hundred ninety eight.
1: Okay, so how many times has Alexa held the belt? What,
0: twice, three she- times? I think she's a. Five time. Five. Oh um. God. She's held Raw and SmackDown. That's why I'm saying that.
1: Okay. But is that that three that three ninety eight? That's just
0: Raw, or is that SmackDown? That's just the Raw title. Oh, just the
1: Raw title. Okay.
0: Um, uh, championships and accomplishments. Um, she is a three-time Raw Women's, two-time SmackDown Women's. Okay. So- two-time tag, one-time Money in the Bank. And the second women's triple crown.
1: Okay, so she has three hundred and ninety-eight days between three title reigns, where Charlotte has title reigns of one day. Mm-hmm.
0: But that's that's also consider. <clears throat> I know Charlotte's she- held the belt, held the Raw title probably seven, eight times. Yeah, and she has less amount of time than did in three.
1: That's what I mean. Like she just continuously is turning the belt over, like. At what point do you? Feel ch- like- At what point do you cheap in the title? Mm, I or cheap? Feel- or cheap in the superstar who's holding the
0: title? I feel like Charlotte won't get her long reign until it's her seventeenth. Oh. In my opinion, they're just trying to have her drop it and pick it up, drop it and pick it up, drop it and pick it up, because it's not going to be Cena that breaks that. It's not going to be Orton. It's not going to be Hunter. It's going to be Charlotte Flair that breaks her father's record. That's if she stays with the E. You don't think she will? No. You think she's going to all elite?
1: Yes. Yes, I do. Her
0: her dad's there her too. Her beau is
1: there. Her dad is there. Her dad has even hinted at it. Andrade's hinted at it. She is not staying with the E. And then the WWE is going to pull Cena out of retirement and give him three quick title reigns. So this way that he can have 19. Yeah. Or they're going to give him to Orton. So this way Orton can have 18. I'd see Orton first. No, I'm just saying I would see either one of those two guys, and the reason why is because of the simple fact that they're both lifers in the E. Neither of them to the day one of them two ends up in the E, you, uh, AEW or somewhere else, you know, there's a problem.
0: Yeah, I can agree with that. I, I definitely agree with that. Um, that basically wraps up everything from Raw. We'll move on to NXT real quick. Well, we sh- did we get over? Did we go over the uh, challenge this week with uh? The WWE
1: Championship. Yeah, we mentioned oh, okay. that Orton and Yep, Orton and Lashley, Lashley okay.
0: um, are facing off for the title. I know. Um, okay. Moving on to NXT, we have um, the show started with a grudge match between K- uh, Kaylee Ray and Ember Moon, where KLR picks up the victory with the KL- KLR bomb. Um, good match between the two of them, um, but it's good to see the newcomer pick up a victory over the uh, the NXT vet. Yeah, um, it's not like KLR is new. She's just new to NXT yes. main.
1: Yeah, she's new to this uh, revamped NXT that we're seeing.
0: Yeah. Um, up next, we had another match between, or we had a match between Santos Escobar and Carmelo Hayes. Carmelo Hayes is really starting to make a name for himself in NXT. He's starting to have a lot of matches with big names. And it, it's good because he does have that um, title match coming up. And it's just, he can can choose what title he wants. And I honestly feel with the guys he's running with, he's going to go after that North American title. Exactly. With Swerve Scott. Yep. But I don't think he's going to try and take the belt from Swerve Scott. He's going to try to take it from Escobar. Escobar is going to win that North American title and then go after Escobar. Yes. That's what's going to happen. Up next, we had a debut of a couple of new members from Diamond Mine. These massive guys, Brutus and Julius Creed. Um, are introduced as the uh, disciples of the Diamond Mine, Roderick Strong's uh, Utes. Um, And they have a squash match against Chucky Viola and Paxton Averill. Um, It's good to see another tag team um, in NXT. It's always fun to see tag teams, um, especially tag teams that run with factions. Yeah. It's always fun to see big factions, which NXT has been known for factions. Yeah, they have. Because we have... um, We have... Hit row, we had undisputed era forever. We have legato. We have legato. We have hit row. We have um. We had sanity. Sanity was forever. Um, we had the way. Factions are where NXT shines, in my opinion.
1: They do. They most certainly shine with all the factions that they kind of put together. Um, and it's fun. It's just it's just a lot of fun because you get some really good storytelling elements, and you can see. Eventually who becomes the shining stars out of those mm-hmm. uh, those factions. Yeah.
0: Um up next we had a women's tag team title match uh between Eos uh, Shirai and Zoe Stark versus Casey Cantanzaro and Caden Carter. That's funny, as soon
1: as we talk about Eos Shirai I not being on Eos TV. I know how Eos and
0: Zoe have not been on TV for weeks, for months even, they show up and they win a NXT tag title match. Yeah. Which I like the, the the relationship between, or the lack thereof, rather, between Zaro not Zaro, um Stark and Shirai, where they're not friends. They're just tag team partners. Yeah. Which means when they drop the belt, one of them's turning on the other. It's going to be Io Shirai turns on Zoe Stark and Io turns heel again.
1: Yeah, I'm fine with you I'm fine with a heel Io. Io. Yeah. I will For always
0: sure. be fine with a heel Io. I will be always fine with Io Shirai on my TV.
1: Yeah. Yeah. She's been missing a lot.
0: Yeah. It sucks. Um, up next, we had the in-ring debut of Mei Ying for Tian Sha um, against Virginia Ferry in a squash match. Speaking I call, of
1: another uh, faction.
0: Yeah, Tian Sha, which is um, Mei Ying. um Lee, Xia, Li. Xia Li and Boa, um, which is a fun faction. Um, and this one was Mei Ying showing Bo- teaching Boa a lesson on how to win. Where... I don't know if it was a mandible claw, if it was like a choke hole or like a force choke or something stupid where hit her, got her with it. It was almost like a like almost like a claw, put her down, pinned her, choked her out. She was knocked out cold. Virginia Fairy was. Um, And Mei Ying wins her in-ring debut. This was the first time I've actually seen Mei Ying's face, like where her hair is moved because of the match and it is very clearly we already knew who it was it was karen q mm-hmm. it's very clear because you can see under the face paint you can tell who it is based on the face shape and the the, the look yeah. it's karen q and i'm so excited to I see know. karen q back in the ring she's be... been she's been so good in this character um uh, uh Maya ying mm-hmm. but i finally get to have her back in the ring i'm just curious to see what's going to happen when um um Zaya lee comes back yeah, she's injured right now again. Yeah, injured again. Um, and then to finish the show, we had a um tag title match between M S K and the and Brawlers, where the and Brawlers come out, um, after returning, Danny Birch um comes out and they face off for the tag titles, where M S K retains the titles. A fun match. A very, very fun match. It's always fun to see these four guys in any kind of combination, uh, whether or not it's against each other, with each other, or whatever. It's always fun to see these four gentlemen in the ring. And then the interesting part happened after the match. Where, a breakup
1: of another faction.
0: I know. We had <laughs> the and Brawlers, which was originally a faction with Pete Dunn and Ridge Holland, take out Danny Burch and Oni Lorcan, um, attack them post-match essentially splitting themselves into two tag teams, turning Bret am back to faces, and cementing Pete Dunne and Ridge Holland as two of the main heels in NXT right now. Yeah. Which is a lot of fun.
1: It is a lot of fun. But you didn't highlight the biggest thing from NXT this week. The bachelor party. Oh, yes. That happened. The bachelor party. Like, Johnny Gargano gives Dexter Loomis the thumbs up. And what does Dexter Loomis do? He gives it right back. I am so excited for this wedding. And it's going to get ruined.
0: Who's going to ruin it? Austin Theory.
1: He's going to confess his love for Indy Hartwell. Hartwell.
0: (laughs) Oh, I hope you're right. I really hope you're right.
1: I don't because I want index to last forever. I'm in the Beth
0: Phoenix You're in Beth Phoenix's corner on this one. On that one yeah. Yes. Yes. Moving on to MSG oh, Madison man. Square Garden of Friday Night SmackDown. Madison Square Garden always delivers. Yes.
1: And I will say this much.
0: There was not a single AEW
1: chant this entire night. No. There was not a single CM Punk chant this entire night. There was a lot of expletives being bleeped out though. Yeah. Holy shit. But that's shit. That's that's New York. For well you. no, the thing was is like like when Lesnar got in the ring and Heyman was basically shitting himself, you got the whole crowd shitting, you fucked up, you fed up. It was like the the you're live. So, what's Fox gonna do? They've got to drop everything, and Lesnar's got to stand there in the ring with that look on his face and wait for everything to kind of like calm down a little bit. So, this way they can get back on the mic. But what an opening segment Mm -hmm. with Lesnar, with Heyman, with Reigns. And we never give Lesnar enough credit. He is good on on the mic. He is good on the mic.
0: I used to be sick. Of Brock Lesnar because he was shoved down your throats. But this Brock Lesnar, this Brock Lesnar I can get behind. This like it's just like Brock Lesnar on his own, here to settle a score, not with Roman Reigns, but with Paul Heyman. Yeah. I
1: thought Paul... I thought he was gonna hit him with the F five. Oh, I thought so too. It was awesome. I was hoping. Even the fact that uh Paul Heyman took a Samoan drop, though, like as Lesnar let him fall backwards and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Like, that was incredible. And then Lesnar cleared the ring. Yeah. Like, cleared it out. Got rid of both the Usos after taking super kick after super kick after Superman punt. Ooh, this is going to be exciting. Mm-hmm. This is going to be exciting. But there is more to come at the end oh, of the show Oh, there's much more to
0: come. This, this SmackDown title picture has gotten very, very, very interesting. Yes, it has. Um, Speaking of a title picture, we have another confirmed match at Extreme Rules. We have Becky Lynch, the man, versus Bianca Belair, the flash in a pan per Lynch um, for the SmackDown women's title.
1: Uh, I was not sold on this heel turn because of the way they did it. Becky Lynch is selling me on this heel turn. Oh, 100%. Oh, my God. She's coming down with the mink coat. She's coming down telling the fans. "I'm she's, I, I, she's
0: taking fashion advice from Seth Drippin' Rollins.
1: That's right. Her husband. And she's coming down and she's calling out the fans. You called for me to be here. I'm sacrificing time I could have with my daughter to be with you people. And you're going to tell me I'm a sellout? Oh, man. Again, I, the way that I booked what happens at SummerSlam, mm-hmm. I think... Would have helped not just Bianca Belair, but Becky Lynch, but you know some other talent that would work with Bianca Belair. Mm-hmm. But man, this, this Becky Lynch, this is good. Like she's good. Mm-hmm. Like she this is who the man was supposed was to supposed be. to be.
0: The heel man yes. was supposed to be. Yes. But then bloody nose turned her face. Yes.
1: Man, this was good, and the way she threw the contract at Belair mm-hmm. she just
0: caught it. Oh, this is gonna be good. It's gonna be a fun. This is gonna match. be really good. Uh, moving on to the next. Speaking of Rollins, we had a grudge match <sighs> between Seth Rollins and Edge, where it finally happened. He hit him. With Rollins the stomp. hits the stomp on Edge, and Rollins's reaction when Edge is motionless, motionless, set on a stretcher and ambulanced out of MSG. Yeah. Rollins' reaction was priceless. You know what it reminded me of when he took Ray's eye.
1: Yeah,
0: he's like, "What the fuck did what, I just do? What did I do? I, I don't know how I should feel. I mean, he I, doesn't I, know if he should be proud or if he should be horrified with yeah. what he can, do, what he's done to people. Like, I don't know. I don't know how I should feel. He's gonna have another Messiah moment where he's gonna like come to Jesus and be like a face. He's gonna be like, oh, well, I don't know,
1: with his wife being healed. Not he- right
0: now." I'm saying like he's gonna to continue to do devious things to people. Oh, okay. And he's gonna be off TV for a while, and he'll come back and he'll be like have his redemption. Or yeah, whatever. yeah, yeah. He'll be reborn, rebirth. Okay, yeah. No, um,
1: keep Seth Rollins heel. Yeah, let forever. Ha- yeah.
0: Forever wrong. Forever heel wrong. Yeah, come on. Let him burn everything until, down. Um, like, let him come out next week and laugh it off. Until Tyler Black finds his way to AEW. Oh, don't say that <laughs> because
1: we already there's already huge rumors of another SmackDown star leaving.
0: Yeah, that's something we haven't mentioned. We'll, we'll mention, mention that at the end, end. of the
1: episode. Oh.
0: Mid-event, we had a SmackDown tag title match between the Usos and the Street Profits. I thought this was going to happen in Extreme Rules, but it happened on
1: Friday. Give MSG the, you know... A big match. A big match. Which,
0: which ended in a DQ after Ro- uh, Roman comes in and Vietteens... Yeah, saves
1: the uh, titles um, after... Uh, that That frog splash from the heavens...
0: Montez Ford. Gives I think I think right I've said now, this before. Right now, the best. Oh, frog not splash. now. I think ever. It's him and RVD.
1: You don't put Eddie's up there. Nope. I like Eddie Guerrero's frog splash. Don't get me wrong, but like when Eddie hits it, like he doesn't sell the impact. The only time you ever saw the impact was when he broke his arm when he hit when he landed that one time, I and mean, that was because he legitimately broke. Yeah, his arm.
0: Montez like he'll hit it and, and he'll, he'll roll roll
1: over and like sell his at like the impact on himself mm-hmm. like an RV when RVD used to hit it. RVD used to hit it and almost like he he'd hit with such force that he felt the pain that he almost threw himself over the top rope, <laughs> mm-hmm. like with the the launch angle. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And RVD hit it everywhere, like from across the ring he'd hit you 70 75 across the ring mm-hmm. you know what i mean And montez fords i i honestly think if if somebody was laid out on the announce table he could hit it from his from tag the, point yeah from his tag point to the end i think he could hit it i think yeah, he could, he hit it. could that's he could, that would be 20 plus be like another 20, 10 25 20, 30 20 feet, feet 28 30 feet i think he could do it it'd be close Really close, mm-hmm. but just the way he does his own hit, like the the flips over the ropes, the clearance he gets on those flips, the distance he gets on those man, it'd be close. Mm-hmm. I think he could definitely clear the full 20 feet of the ring, no problem. Yeah, no problem. But yeah, um Roman comes in, mm-hmm. he he saves the tag team titles, which you know he wants to make sure that the bloodline has their mm-hmm. has their titles. Then he gets on the mic and he says that there's no man that could beat him and take his title. That he's going to smash Finn Balor. And then when he's done smashing Finn Balor, he's going to smash Brock Lesnar.
0: MSG goes black. And you just start hearing heartbeats. Yes. Red lights. Now, for the first time in over 950 days. Well, first time ever on SmackDown. Yeah, first time ever on SmackDown and the first time in over 950 days. Who was his last opponent? (sighs) <sighs> Who was the demon's last opponent? Was it Bob Lashley? Nope. Was it after Bob Lashley? It was after Bob Lashley.
1: It was after he won the title. He had a f- he had one other guy he beat, and he squashed him
0: as U.S. champ. U.S. It or- was it wasn't
1: as a champ. He had dropped the belt at that point. It was it was it Intercontinental. Let him and Bobby Lashley were going back and forth with.
0: Yeah, it was a squash match. Mm-hmm. Wasn't Cena. Nope. Wasn't Orton. Raw or SmackDown or not currently employed? He's currently employed on SmackDown. Currently employed. It wasn't Roman.
1: Nope.
0: Was it Sammy? Nope. Or Owens? Nope. Baron. Baron Corbin. That's right. I forgot. We did have... <laughs> I was like... That, that name kept flipping <laughs> around. I was like, there's no way in hell yep. that they would have Finn Balor face Baron Corbin. But they did. Yes. This is when he was lone wolf Corbin. Yes. He wasn't butler Corbin yet. Nope. Nope. Shit. Okay. But but we have a demon
1: Finn Balor. And I will say this much. WWE is usually very good with their camera angles. They gave away the entrance. Because they had an angle on Roman where instead of looking at the ring head on. They were using one of the handheld cameras, mm-hmm. and it was off to the right a bit, and it was looking up the ramp, and you could see the smoke already billowing on the ramp. Like, they were already fogging up the entire... Mm-hmm. Like, if they just kept it head-on Roman, you would have never seen that. So, as soon as I started seeing the smoke, I'm like, ooh. So, like, I had to run downstairs. I had to, like, put Julian under one arm and Lexi under the other, and I had to run back up the stairs. I'm like, sit down. It's about to happen. Experience <laughs> this. And Julian, like,
0: eyes got huge... Like he's like, oh my god, this he's is back! Pro- this is probably similar to his reaction when he first saw the Fiend.
1: Yes, yeah, because um, the first time, the first time for the Fiend was against Finn Balor, mm-hmm.
0: man, at, Finn. Yeah, at SummerSlam, at SummerSlam, where he was wearing,
1: where he's wearing the white, yeah. and he squashed him. Mm-hmm. But oh man, I'm so excited for this demon Finn Balor. And when he came out and he just stood in the ring, like he was staring down Roman. And then he just took one look at Jay and one look at Jimmy, and both of them took at least like two steps back. Mm -hmm. And they were like, oh, boy.
0: Oh, this is real now, isn't it? We're going to... No, I was going to say we're going to get a two-on-one handicap, but we're not. We're getting one match with the Demon. Yeah. We're not going to get a series of matches with the Demon versus the Bloodline. Not a chance. We're getting Extreme Rules. I don't think we're getting an Extreme Rules match, but we're getting... Extreme Rules, Balor, Reigns. Well, nothing's been signed yet. Because Extreme Rules is what? Next Sunday? I'm not certain. I, I've it, been trying to figure out it's when. The, I think it's the 25th. Extreme Rules 2021 is... 25th, September 26th. It oh. is two Sundays away.
1: Yes, because this Sunday is the 19th, mm-hmm. so the 26th. 26th. Two weeks away. So this week coming up is the contract signing. So that means you're going to get some version of Finn in the ring signing the contract.
0: Does the Fiend sign it in blood? Fiend? Demon? Demon. No. The Fiend say- Finn Balor. <laughs> no. Demon doesn't sign it in blood. No. I don't think so. I the think the demon called down electricity from the heavens and it strikes his name onto the paper. No.
1: No, he's not Undertaker.
0: <sighs> hey, because... other people have used electricity.
1: Hey, all I'm going to say is he he Finn Balor as the demon owns a victory already over one member of the Shield.
0: Yeah, uh Rollins.
1: Yep. To win the universal title the first time. Mm-hmm. This is going to be interesting, man. I know we've been talking about a long title reign for Reigns, but this is the guy to take the belt off of him. It yeah. really is. And then you can just have a feud, a like a, a blood a Brock feud.
0: Brock Lesnar on a pole, ma- not Brock Lesnar, a Paul, Paul Heyman on, on a pole, pole match. Yeah.
1: You can just have a blood feud between them two and then clear the way. So this way, Balor can have a little bit of a reign against the likes of somebody who's talking about possibly leaving the e
0: in January that's uh Kevin Owens Kevin Owens
1: you know Sami Zayn you know we didn't even talk about that eight man tag match you know yeah. that just got the crowd pumped up in MSG mm-hmm. you know heels versus faces I don't know I'm excited for I'm excited for the Fiend um nope I'm excited Demon. for Demon Jesus you have me saying it now <laughs> um it's going to it's going to be fun these next couple of weeks going to be a lot of fun mm-hmm. And then um one more note, the unfortunate um, note, <sighs> what a way to end Sunday.
0: Samoa Joe had to relinquish the NXT title due to undisclosed injury. Oof. So that means the fatal four-way that was to determine the number one contendership this week, which is um, L.A. Knight, Tommaso Ciampa, Ridge Holland, and Pete Dunne, might be for the title. Yeah. They might put the title up to, for grabs on this. Unless we get a returning Karen Cross.
1: No. No. Karen Cross is on Raw. He's on Raw. He's staying on Raw. That's just what it is. is.
0: Thank you all so much for listening to today's episode of the Doink and Doink Connection. If you have any questions or concerns, feel free to hit us up on the show's Instagram page, at Double Doink Network, or reach out to us on our personals, at DJ Ald, and at Doink 508 We are available to stream at any time on your favorite podcast apps, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, and many more. Thank you again so much for listening. I have been Josh. I have been Dave. And we've got two words for you. Doinks out. Doinks out.